What's going on, film family? Before we get started, I want to talk to you about something, and that's Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Hold on, let me explain. First, it's free. There's creation tools that let you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more places. And you can also make money from your podcast. I know that's the part that's the part that everyone's going to like. You can make money with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Let's get to the show. In a land far, far away, not really, two brave souls unite. Unite to embark on a mission to review the greatest films, or at least somewhat watchable. Join in on the journey with the professionally unprofessional film critics, the Film Bros. This product is rated B for badass. Gentlemen, it's your boy CEO Hayes here for another episode of Keeping It Real, where we go over some movie news, TV news, entertainment news, whatever's going on in, in that world and realm. I'm one of your hosts, and if I'm here, then you know my partner J- JB's not here. JB's still recovering from the holidays, but your boy's here, dedicated. Didn't want you guys to miss an episode. I can't give you a, a whole week without a dope episode step two right um so we're just gonna go over a few news items this week uh, we're gonna go right off the top with something something that we talked about in our last episode and our next mini sode is actually about um hollow uh not halloween jesus it's about home alone and uh we reviewed that because of the nostalgia in it and so speaking of nostalgia like i said we talked about that in the in the uh, good boys review as well is that there's this commercial over thanksgiving weekend and that is uh with et et and elliot reuniting and so it's not it was like a, a four minute commercial and the reason why i wanted to talk about it is because of that nostalgic uh feeling that it gave and seeing et and elliot uh all, all grown up now and him doing the same thing with elliot's kids and you know what's funny is that they over four minutes they kind of went over every plot in the in the movie it would have been nice to have drew barrymore kind of pop out pop out maybe at the end um even if they had to like do it over the phone she's busy nonetheless um it was just it was this was just cool to see and you know we get i think last year around christmas time is when we got the home alone commercial with kevin McAllister as an adult and stuff like this is just it's just great to get as a commercial it just really is it's just a fun thing to see um it don't i wouldn't be surprised if the reaction to this kicks in talk of us et sequel again like because now we see it and you know the character who plays elliot we actually reviewed him back in the um dr sleep review was also in the haunting of hill house um he's a great actor so uh, you know we'll, we'll see he's popping back up it's funny that he he's starting to come back and maybe we'll get et back again but uh, we're going to move into the next news item. We have you know, Frozen 2 is breaking all types of box office records for Disney. And so 
uh, Frozen 2 actually broke the domestic re- record for Disney animation and domestic opening with, with 127 million, which beat out, I think the former record holder was, ah, shit, I can't remember off the top of my head, but it was only 75 million. So completely blew that out the water. It's also going to break the Thanksgiving uh, weekend record. So over the five day Thanksgiving weekend, it's made an additional 128 million. And that's a record as well. But one key record that's just special to just this movie is it broke the number of machete brawls that broke out because of it. So apparently in uh, a movie theater, uh, teens, high school teens broke out into a brawl uh, during a screening of Frozen and machetes were involved. Like who brings a machete to a Frozen two screening or like what what just think about that like everybody was worried about joker uh causing riots and everything and it was a fucking disney princess that just took the whole fucking thing down just the whole thing down um good into the next uh news topic that we have here the cast of justice league have been tweeting out the uh support of releasing the snyder cut this has really popped up every couple of months since justice league was released and you know this is the first time that most of the actors ben athletes gotten involved henry cavill's gotten involved uh, jason momoa's gotten involved uh wonder woman uh, gal gadot has gotten involved and so it's it's getting more noticed. Like it's like I said, it's always been one of those things that's been talked about in Twitter and in nerd circles and comic book movie circles and everything of this theoretical Snyder cut. And the thing with the Snyder cut is that uh, Zack Snyder said that the the original movie that he envisioned making never got shot, but he did shoot a different version than what was released. So it's not really it, it's 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 a weird thing to be in because you know the studio made all types of changes he shot that they then went on to make more changes and had uh josh whedon who actually directed the first two avengers movies come in do uh, 80 pages of rewrites and reshoot the movie i don't remember the percentage of the movie that was reshot that came out uh, before but the actors themselves being so behind this and like jason momoa and gal gadot are still working with warner brothers on new dc movies so them getting the support behind it has kind of gotten rumors kicked up about a possible re-release uh that dc may officially do of the snyder cut i don't know if like what so my opinion on this is what does dc or warner brothers benefit from releasing it like just think about it if they do release the snyder cut and everyone loves it because justice league while i did enjoy the movie i think it's one i think it, it, it gets undue hate on it it's not it's not avengers level but i think people go in comparing it to marvel too much and that's why it gets to the dislike it does but let's just say that they theoretically do release um the snyder cut and people love it. What are you going to do? Is that going to become the new official cut of Justice League and everything you build off of is going to go off what happened in that cut? Are, is every even fucking special effect done and rendered for that version of the movie? So it, it it's I, I, I would love to see it just to see how different it is than the movie we got. I absolutely would. But like if they do like an official big release of it, what like what what does it benefit them? How does it benefit them? I guess is the better question. I mean, I guess overall because justice league wasn't like this heralded movie if it does get positive buzz and that would help him in a way but then it's like does that ruin the trust that you've built with like aquaman and and wonder woman like do do people say well well look look at what you did you had something decent here and you decided to put out that crap like it's just i I, it's too much of a risk in my mind i know that they pay people a lot more money than and they're supposed to be a lot smarter than me to make decisions like this so maybe i just need to shut the fuck up maybe that's what needs to happen but I just don't see much benefit from it. Um, but staying in the world of DC, moving into the next one, DC has actually uh, met with Michael B. Jordan in some capacity to discuss Superman. Um, I, I I know that all the headlines say about uh, playing Superman, 
Henry Cavill has actually come out and said that he's not quite done with Superman yet. And there have been no official statements to say that they're done with him. And, you know, people will say that, you know, maybe they're done with that whole cast, but Jason Momoa is still going. Gal Gadot still going. Henry Cavill was not the problem. Not the problem in Justice League. He definitely wasn't the problem in Man of Steel. And in Batman versus Superman, uh, he wasn't the problem either. They just they just rushed that. I mean, he became second fiddle in his own, a sequel to his own movie. Uh, so Henry Cavill has never been a problem for me. I would like to think that maybe they met with Michael B. Jordan in a different capacity to play somebody else. Maybe he's going to play the villain. We saw him play a great villain in, in Black Panther. Um, we also see he's getting more creative behind the scenes. So, you know, just because they met with him doesn't mean that it's about playing Superman. Um, me being an African-American, I think that I, you know, I, I don't want to see Superman turned African-American. I want to see some of the characters that were written to be African-American some of the more little known comic book characters get a big screen adaptation rather than just turn the easy one in Superman black. Like that's just my personal opinion. I know people who disagree on that and say, yeah, I, I'm not one of the people who are like attached to um, race to roles. I'm all cool with, with race swap swapping roles and everything. Like it, it, if it serves the, the, some characters don't have to be a certain race, like Superman's an alien. So I'm not saying he necessarily has to be white. I'm saying I wouldn't want them to force their that being a version of diversity. And when we have characters that have been written for years that are African-American that have never got a big screen release, um, like, for example, uh, Captain America is someone who, to me, has to be white just because of that error. He has to be white. Um, let me go and say something on the flip side. For example, Tony Stark. I don't think Tony Stark has to be white. If they were ever to recast and then cast a black guy, I don't think he has to be white. So it's certain roles that can be recast on certain ones that I, I just personally don't like seeing. I wouldn't like the idea of them even being recast, but you know, maybe that's just me. What do you guys think? You, I mean, I think he can play like Michael B. Jordan's a great actor. I, so there's no uh, mark on him. Like he has the ability to do anything as far as with my book. It's just that if they're going to use him um, and use his star power, I would like to see it done, be done to bring, a lesser known character to a more mainstream audience. So that's my opinion there. Uh, we're going to move into the next bit of news. And, you know, <laughs> recording solo is, it used to be weird for me, but it's not at all anymore. I guess I'm more comfortable sitting in the room talking about my goddamn self, which I guess says a lot about me. Um, maybe Do I like the, the sound of my own? No, I actually hate the sound of my own voice. I really try to edit around it, uh, but that I'm, I'm getting fucking sidetracked like I'm up. That's why I hate recording by my that's what it is. Fucking, I get sidetracked when I just you leave me in a room to talk about my goddamn self. Um, Elizabeth Banks is set to direct and star in Universal's um, Universal uh, Invisible Woman, and so this movie uh, we got just got the trailer for the Invisible Man, which is like really creepy. And Universal, like they're they're bringing uh, Blumhouse is bringing those Universal characters, uh, monster characters, back into actual horror, and this podcast started off as a horror podcast horror i know i say weird fuck y'all um so you know I, I love the tone of that trailer for invisible man now if they're just gonna flip that out and swap out the gender and like elizabeth banks directed um charlie's angels the new movie and she also put herself in it and we see that that movie completely bombed uh, she also directed pitch perfect 2 i believe and that was good but that was building off something else um already successful franchise um I, I don't know I, I i can't say that i've seen enough from elizabeth banks as a director to know her directing style um i will say the character of invisible woman we see like i said we saw in the trailer the tone said 
that whole invisible having someone invisible can be a very creepy thing if they're going with it being scary now if they're going more comedic with it she definitely has the ability to do that but my thing is, is elizabeth banks her comedy has always like been in her reaction and her faces like she's not just like a funny person if that makes sense so like i wouldn't want to see them go that route either like her being invisible because her voice i just don't see her being able to do a line delivery that's anything but annoying if she's invisible so uh i guess i guess we'll see on that <laughs> moving into the next one we only got a couple more left uh godzilla versus king kong has been pushed back to march 13th 2020 uh from its original date of november 20th um wow um yeah. i'm sorry it's been pushed from march 13th to november 20th i just fucking read that completely backwards forgive me fuck you um <laughs> but um that's that's a huge move that's what jesus that's uh eight months that it's been moved back and so it, it it makes you worry because it's like one of those things is it being moved back just because they see some competition in march that they don't necessarily want to want to be up against uh, have they seen like parts of the movie already that they just think it's going to be a bomb does it need more time for special effects you know it, it it's a monster versus monster movie if they're trying to get those special effects perfect then i can understand that but you would think that uh, a release being this it's december this movie is basically supposed to release in, in in about six weeks and so for it to go from being released in six weeks to being released almost a year from now for the for the the, the better part like it, it makes you six weeks i obviously am not on my game today about <laughs> about three months from now uh to being pushed back to like 11 months from now it's just it, it's it's weird it's strange that they would take that much time um i i, I would like to know like what exactly needed more time uh i would like to th like you would think it have it would have to be shot by now right like the shooting has to be done Maybe they're going to do some reshoots, reshoots on top of uh, getting the special effects together. Um, you know, there's a lot of things like I don't people hear reshoots and they like every movie nowadays has scheduled reshoots. Now, when it's not scheduled reshoots, a la Justice League, uh, then it's it's time for concern. Um, on top of that, a uh, uh, movie that's very heavy on special effects, you worry more so about because you need a lot of time to get that ready. So maybe it's like a a a, a month of reshoots and then time to get those special effects together it could be a couple things i'm not going to really worry by now i tend to not worry when news come out comes out about movies unless we get um until we get a trailer once the trailer comes out and i can actually see the film for myself parts of it then it's like all right i see some good things here some possibilities or it's hey this shit could be fucked up this can be bad and then i'll start worrying then so it, it, it it's don't I, I would like to say don't worry too much yet but we will see moving on uh studio executive wanted julia roberts to play harriet tubman back in 1994 and the thought behind that at least the reported thought behind that was well harriet tubman it happened so long ago that people won't know what race she is motherfucker it's so fucking disrespectful we just got the harriet tubman film and so i'm glad that this didn't happen like could you imagine julia roberts in black face playing harriet tubman like just think about that think about how terrible that would look or if they didn't even try to recap, like if they did make Harry Tubman technically a white woman, could you imagine the backlash then to have the leader of the Underground Railroad be led by a white savior and how the social justice warriors would have ate that shit fucking alive? Just think about that. Like that just doesn't sound good. Julia Roberts can do anything, but she can't change her race. She can't do it. But maybe she can do it. Hmm. I'd like to see that. Oh, uh, we're moving in. The last bit of news that we got today, the cats has changed uh, its CGI over the online response to the cats. That, listen, 
it worked with Sonic. Like, I love the Sonic redesign. I don't know what that does for the movie itself as far as if the, if the movie's going to be good or not. And I've seen two trailers for that at this point. Still don't know how to feel about it. Um, it, it Sonic Begins, maybe? Uh, I'm getting sidetracked. Uh, Cats, though. Uh, so, so they've changed the CGI over it. And, you know, I, I would like to think that, you know, it, it can only get better, right? If they have enough time, if they're not forcing it. Uh, the, the cats look weird, man. I'm not going to lie. But I mean, how do you how much how good do you expect it to look? They're doing CGI people like it's it's going to look weird, people. It's going to look weird. They would have honestly probably been done for having them in actual suits than use the CGI. But I get it. It's a big budget picture. You want to use CGI. It's all the rave. But I think and we've talked about this before. CGI is best used when you do have like a physical suit and prosthetics and you use the CGI to enhance those to make it look a little bit more seamless. We're reviewing Irishman next week. Talk about how the CGI is used in that. I think that's when CGI is the best. You like in something like this with as much movement as they're doing and as much as like every every character is going to be CGI heavy. I just it's going to look fucking weird. Like they're human. They're humanoid cats. People cats are already creepy. Like let's just be real. They're beautiful but creepy. The way they move, the way they look at you. Cats are creepy. So when you take that. You turn cats, you make them taller, you turn them into humans, and then add CGI on top of that. The shit is going to be creepy, people. It's going to be creepy. Get over the shit. Get over the shit. That's it. That, that That's that's this week's Keeping It Real episode. It's been me by myself, so you get, like, my asshole and retarded-ass jokes and no JB to play off of it. You bastard. JB did not show up for work. That motherfucker. Fuck you. Uh, no, I love JB. Uh, I love JB. So... Uh, I just gotta throw him some fun. I'm sure at some point there's gonna be time where he has to go alone. Now that shit, I will pay to see. At least I record a podcast by myself every week. JB going alone. Be prepared for some renting. And the mother JB is an asshole. I've, I've, he has like he's working on solo shit. I'm just letting the cat off the bag. The motherfucker is a dick. So whenever he has to record alone, it's going to be crazy. Um. Uh, just some housekeeping before we go, though, all jokes aside. So what we have coming up um, in the pipeline, we got the Irishman review dropping on the 9th of uh, December. So that's just in exactly a week from when this drops. Uh, after that, we do have a Queen and Slim review that will be dropping two weeks after the 9th, uh, which puts that at the 23rd of December which, when that drops. Uh, we also have mini sods coming out. Uh, featuring Big Ray and Professor, um, both from the Hami Media Group, uh, where we'll be reviewing. Uh, you know what? I won't tell you guys. I'll wait. I'll wait because the the Hami and Army will have to wait to see what the fuck we're reviewing with them on. We'll also be doing some shit with Bello um, in the upcoming year, and then uh, fan suggestions on mini so so. Uh, the mini sods that we do, uh, that we do every week, um, and that the, the mini sods are really built around like sometimes they'll have themes, sometimes. You know, like uh, to start off, we're doing some retro movie reviews. The first, I think, two months of, of 2020, we'll be doing some retro movies, just some nostalgia as we talk about. Um, but after we we also want fan suggestions. So, like, if there's anything that we're not we didn't cover uh, that came new movies that came out that we didn't cover to do a full review. For example, Knives Out. Knives Out came out. It's not on our schedule to do a full review for Knives Out. But if there is demand for it, if you guys want to hear us talk about it. If you want to hear us talk about a solo, if you want it written, if you just want to hear us discuss a movie um, that we didn't do a full review on, let us know. We'll try to fit in in a mini sode. Maybe we'll fit in a bonus episode from time to time, too, just to talk about movies that you guys really want to hear us discuss as we keep building this platform. Make sure you guys go out 
uh, to the Facebook group, The Film Frequency. Search that on Facebook. Also follow us on every social media platform at The Film Bros. And then lastly, you can follow me personally at CEO Hayes. That's C-E-O-H-A-I-Z-E. I'm out. That's it for the solo episode. I will see you got lovely and beautiful people uh, in just a few days where we review Home Alone for a mini episode that will drop this Thursday. I'll see you guys there. Peace. Yeah, 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 yeah. Way, pick it up, way, pick it up, way, pick it up, way, way. Pick it up, pick it up. I don't want all they dinner. Got new bitch, ain't thinking enough. New new wick, I flick it up, flick it up, flick it up. Nigga blow sick, ain't sick enough. Wait. Got new bitch, ain't thinking enough. Fill a drop down, then pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Nick can't wait, wait up now. Hoes got six like touchdown. Get hit like diamonds, bust down. I bust down, I bust down. Caught niggas stealing my stuff now. I can see me and a lot of these niggas. Shit start feel like us now, way. Niggas so focused, head on straight. No new friends, nigga dead on way. Hoes on Ray Charles, treated like baseball, knock it out. The park that I slid on safe. Knock it out, park that slid on home. Reason no fight, can't do no wrong. These niggas gossip. I just want private, came from bottom. I just want lobster, need my mama. Up in the bins, no stress, no problem. Nigga talk shit, no comment. Niggas ain't really did half the shit to rap about. Nigga, you ain't never caught no bodies. You ain't never sold no drugs, nigga. You ain't never popped no molly. You ain't never wait. If I really, really said everything, niggas ain't did. I be ancient. You niggas ain't shit. Came from the basement. Glowed up, smoking on steak shit. Roll up, niggas got capes on. Hold up, stop saving hoes that don't wanna be saved. Coming up as a kid, I was trying to be Jay. I was trying to be Yay. I was trying to be Wayne. Now, Said they tryna be reason. Feel good, nigga. Still can't believe it. So one of my shows, I flick it up. I don't want all they dinner. Got new bitch, ain't thick enough. New new wick, I flick it up. Flick it up, flick it up. Nigga blow sick, ain't sick enough. Got new bitch, ain't thick enough. Till I drop down, then pick it up.